the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. Has uh, got a lot of news to tell you in this latest edition of the Broncos Blitz Podcast because, well, open locker room. You will hear from Demarius Thomas, of course, the big news going around lately of the trade rumors. And rumors, they are exactly, but certainly some concrete news that we know. Want to get your reaction to all the weekend trade rumor news and more. But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits, Chef Andrea Varela, and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fares. Just tremendous. Be sure to go check it out at, well, tap 14. Spell it out for me on the web, tap14.com. That's tap14.com. The Denver Broncos, of course, over the weekend, lots of news, rumors, gossip flying, as what uh, Vance Joseph called today in his press conference, rumors and gossip of uh, the Denver Broncos potentially looking at the idea of dealing many or several of their veterans that they have on the roster. Now, names that were brought up in many of these rumors from Chris Harris Jr. to Demarius Thomas, uh, Shane Ray to... Uh, maybe even Bradley Roby. A lot of different stuff going on. And, of course, you can read up on all this at uh, MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Uh, we are going to play, and I want to focus in on a couple of those veterans, but I want to start with Demarius Thomas because we're going to play Demarius's comments inside the locker room today. He spoke a little bit about it, talking about uh, how he wants to be here, but he is ready to play anywhere, whether it be uh, here or someone else in the event of a trade. He knows it's football, it's business. This is Demarius Thomas in the locker room today. Well, I didn't know that, but that's a good thing. If somebody interests me and I still can play ball, I still got a chance if, you know, I get traded. You know, of course I want to be here, but, you know, I've been hearing it since the whole season now, so I feel like somewhat it is, somewhat it is it's true. That, you know, my time here is coming up. But I don't know. Just these guys, these guys in the locker room. Just, just, just. You know, I play for these guys in the rock, locker room, the organization, of course. But uh, these guys in the locker room keep my head on straight. Don't think about it, and you know, just go on about my business. You know, I can control what I can control. Control what I can control. You know, and that's all I do. Every day, in, in and out, I can control what I can control, and you know, the rest will pan out for itself. So you heard from Demarius Thomas about his thoughts about the deal. And look, Demarius is a pro. Uh, Thomas has been in this league for many, many years. Uh, it's crazy to think how many years he's been in the league. Uh, you know, I remember him being drafted as a rookie, and now uh, he is one of those savvy veterans who is is having an okay year so far this year. But certainly, I think according to Demarius's uh, standards that he sets for himself, probably on the lower end, thirty three receptions. On 49 targets, he does have only 372 yards and the three touchdowns. Now, the emergence of Cortland Sutton, obviously a big deal when it comes to the idea of moving on from Thomas because Thomas is a aging veteran, and this is a guy that still provides value, so he does have value in a potential trade, but you may look at the idea of moving on to the next generation, and of course that next generation being Cortland Sutton, potentially Deshaun Hamilton also looking to get a little bit more reps as the 
Denver Broncos are very deep at wide receiver. And, and just simply put, Emmanuel Sanders has been playing so well by himself uh, on track for a potential 100 reception year uh, is Emmanuel Sanders uh, with over 1,000 yards. So Thomas has been the, the, at least when it comes to the fans' eyes, I think the most frustrating wide receiver that Denver has had on the, on the, the team this year simply because of the drops. Uh, the drops have been one of those uh, issues that continue to rear its ugly head, and this is nothing new. This is certainly something that Demarius Thomas has dealt with in the past, uh, but it seems have have been prevalent earlier this year even more so than not. And so uh, certainly Demarius Thomas's name is out there. Now a name also on defense, potentially Brandon Marshall, Chris Harris Jr., uh, Shane Ray. Now Shane Ray is the most logical one simply obviously because of the contract situation. And I don't think Shane Ray is going to be a Bronco next year regardless. There could be a situation where Denver the end of the season says hey Shane you can play in Denver under this number I think he probably can be better than that number when it comes to earnings in free agency and I think that's where you're going to see Shane Ray test that market Uh, and look Denver has a lot of depth at the linebacker position so again this is a name that I think Denver sees is not going to be with them next year regardless so in this case at this point it only makes sense to potentially deal him for a draft pick. Brandon Marshall with the emergence of Josie Jewell, also a potential name that Denver's going to be looking forward to moving. So I, I think of all these names, the one that that really uh, baffles me the most that was listed in these potential rumors was Chris Harris Jr. Chris Harris Jr., a fine, fine cornerback. Uh, top five, top ten, whatever you want to argue, a, a premier all-pro type corner in this league, and a guy who has been very productive this year uh, is still only 29 years old uh, going into uh, his his ninth season next year, and, and a team-friendly deal. So this is the type of guy that you would want to build a defense around or at least include him in in the event where you wanted to kind of shift some pieces around. So it would make no sense, at least in my eyes, and it really would be a huge hit PR-wise. It would be quite devastating with fans as Chris Harris Jr. is one of the more beloved Broncos uh, that plays on this roster. And so I, I, I think this is more of the story of, hey, we are open for business. We're looking to deal guys. And really, that shouldn't shock fans, but yet it does. I'll give you a peek behind the curtain. Teams listen to offers all the time. All the time. This is something that happens with, with just about every player on the team all the time, 365 days a year. People, teams listen to trades all the time. Now, it's different when you're actively shopping a guy and you're trying to listen. This is all in the case of Denver is listening to offers. That doesn't mean they're saying yes to anything, but it does mean that, yes, everybody has a price because as Demarius Thomas put, and you heard earlier in the podcast, this is a business. And Denver is always looking to upgrade players for cheaper, that will do more work and maybe a little bit more younger, a little bit more spring in the step, team-friendly contract. That that happens in football. That happens in real life. I, I think about it in uh, the, the radio industry, the, the industry that I myself work in. There is always someone looking to work harder than me for less money, for for more hours that they're willing to give to a radio station or whatnot. 
And it's my job to make sure that I hold off those people. This is no different than any other occupation. So this shouldn't come as a surprise or a shocker. I think there are going to be names that are listed out there that, uh, you know, whether they may or may not have been, it may just actively bring more attention to the idea of Denver potentially trading off a Shane Ray or a Demarius Thomas, and it may give them a little bit more buzz for that, making those names easier to deal as opposed to just one name standing out there. So... I would be absolutely floored in the event where Denver is looking at an, a, a serious potential for trading Chris Harris Jr. But again, everybody has a price. Everybody has a price. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. Of course, our daily podcast, have to thank them and our friends at Pro Football Focus. And I want to thank our friends at Pro Football Focus for putting up those numbers on Bradley Roby, who had just a tremendous game against the Arizona Cardinals. But that is also a name that could be in the rumor mill when it comes to an actual potential deal. Now, uh, getting your responses on our Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. Of course, asked you guys if the Broncos were to make a deal, what position should they trade for? Also, wanted to ask you guys the question of if. The Broncos wanted to trade anyone at the deadline. If so, who? Uh, so your responses on the Twitter page at Ronnie K Radio. Nick Bracken, Bracken 303 says, tight end, cornerback, or offensive line. I don't want to see Roby get exposed by a good offense again. Now, Denver is going to be playing some vertical offenses here in the coming weeks as, of course, the immediate one is Kansas City. Cincinnati is down the line. Uh, just thinking off the top of my head, Cleveland has a little bit more of a vertical downfield offense now with Baker Mayfield. So there, there are going to be quarterbacks and offenses that Denver will face. So I think there's a very valid reason here I think the problem is is really there's no cornerback out there on the market that potentially could be up there for a reasonable trade as Steve Wilkes head coach of the Arizona Cardinals put today no and a sharp no in the idea that the Arizona Cardinals wanted to deal Patrick Peterson now again I, I think this is one of those situations where if the price was right, they would do it. But I think they have been so commandingly and so sharply and so confidently saying no to any potential idea that, indeed, I really don't know if there is desire to move a guy in Patrick Peterson. Then you start looking at the list, and there's nothing really special here. So Denver is not going to find their solution at corner. They just got to find good play from the guys that they have. Bradley Roby had a good game against Arizona. It was Arizona. Uh, we'll see what he can do against Kansas City. And actually, that's been one of his better games is when Kansas City came to Denver a couple weeks ago. Uh, Bradley Roby certainly will have his hands full. Career year says uh, the head coach. Can they trade him? I don't think you could trade Vance Joseph um, because I don't think anybody wants Vance Joseph. But that's another that's another topic for another podcast. <laughs> Moving on on our Twitter page, I am Scotty Moore says, it's got to be Shane Ray, plain and simple. I like the guy, but the Broncos just have too many studs at the offensive linebacker position. Both he and Shaq Barrett are free agents at the end of the season. If the Broncos do end up signing one, you've got to get something for one of them right now. And look, uh, you know, we, we put this out there. Uh, Shane Ray is probably going to be, if there was one guy, and this is nothing new. This is no new news. This is something that the Denver Broncos have very much, I think, 
we're going to have this kind of desire towards the trade deadline is that, look, he is going to be a guy that we're going to get as much as we can out of that first six, seven, eight games. And then if there's an opportunity to move him, I think you've got to because it's the most reasonable thing. You are not, you need to get something for him now so that he just doesn't walk away. Because that's very much going to be the situation moving forward in the event where Denver just sits on him. And that's great that you get him for the rest of the year from weeks, what, eight through, you know, 17. But the problem being is that this is not a Denver team that is probably going to win a Super Bowl, nonetheless even make the playoffs, and then he just walks away. So I think your your better value is trying to get that draft pick, whether it be a fourth, fifth, or sixth round pick. You know, I think you're asking too much for a fourth, even maybe even a fifth, but that's kind of where that, that discussion probably should start somewhere in that ranks. Um, but certainly things change very quickly, and we'll see how it moves on. But Shane Ray looking like the at least the most potential for a deal moving forward. But again, all this rumors, gossip, look, it happens all the time. Just a lot of times you just don't know about. Uh, Steve Ebelin also says... Can Vance be traded? If so, I'd vote for that first. That's what Steve says. Thanks for the tweet, Steve. I appreciate it. Keith Richards says, uh, we can stop acting like we need Demarius Thomas now. It's over. Get something for him while we still can. That That's pretty... Uh, let's unpack that for a second. Um, first of all, yes, you can get something for Demarius Thomas. You can get something to the realm of at least a mid-round pick, if not maybe a hair better, because Demarius Thomas is still uh, a, a guy who can bring you production value, and, and particularly in the event where you have a quarterback that maybe is on the younger end of things. This is not a guy who's going to put up 90 receptions, 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns every single year, but this is a guy who almost acts, and I, I say this a lot when I talk about tight ends, almost like a de facto security blanket. There was actually a play on uh, a Thursday night where Case Keenum was scrambling to his right against Arizona, and Demarius Thomas knew this was happening. He knew his quarterback was in trouble, and as he went for a vertical route, which was the most sensible, logical move, he stopped, came back to the ball, and it ends up being a 10-yard curl route uh, or, or 15 yards or whatever the case in the most important part because it was a third down play. So so that's the kind of... That's the kind of smart uh, awareness type play that you get from a Demarius Thomas that can bring you so much value along with just general wide receiver play that is at least above average. And again, I think, you know, better years are past Demarius Thomas. That is for sure, but he can still bring you value to an offense. And that's why he would bring a little bit of value potentially back for the Denver Broncos in the event where they did want to make a move. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by Tap14 and our friends at Pro Football Focus. Use the promo code POD20. That's POD20 for 20% off your subscription to the Elite or Edge packages. A lot of good stuff over there. Be sure to check it out at Pro Football Focus. That's ProFootballFocus.com. ProFootballFocus.com. Always tweeting out links, stats on my Twitter page, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio, on Twitter. Bo Fort Grayer on Twitter says only an elite level quarterback could switch the fortunes for Denver this season. Yes. Uh, hey, if you can go get an elite quarterback, great. There's no, obviously not one out there, but I think this maybe plays into the idea that if that is your belief, then maybe you should be dealing guys 
because they're not going to find an elite level quarterback in free agency. They've got to find one that's homegrown in the draft. And so the only only makes sense if you're going to go after more draft picks. Don't know if that is what uh, Bo's take is, but hey, we'll figure out on another podcast. So uh, a lot to unpack when it comes to all the trade rumors. And again, I think the most important thing is that you're not overreacting to the first thing you see, but certainly it is eye catching when players names are thrown out it, it it's uh you know to some of them i think it's a little bit of a blind side of course you saw chris harris jr on twitter tweet out two emoji faces the uh big eye emoji and then the thinking one obviously right after all this news came out i believe it was on the 21st so certainly a lot to uh, dissect we will be watching on the broncos blitz podcast who in the division also should be looking at the idea of making a deal because remember, let's look at this, and and this is actually news just coming down because this affects Denver. The Oakland Raiders are now scheduled to have three first-round picks in 2019. There's Chicago's and Dallas's as they make a deal with the Dallas Cowboys to get Amari Cooper. So Amari Cooper is now a Dallas Cowboy. The Oakland Raiders pick up a first-round pick, and who knows? I mean, it, it may be one of those fire sale rebuild type things for the Oakland Raiders, and that affects Denver because now they're picking around Denver. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe one of those quarterbacks, Derek Carville? I don't know. I mean, crazier things have happened. We've seen it, right? So Broncos Blitz Podcast will be keeping you updated on all that good stuff. Be sure to find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K at Radio on Twitter. Of course, MileHighSports.com, where you can find great written content over there on the Denver Broncos in the locker room this weekend. Of course, we'll be tweeting along with you guys this weekend. Find my work at MileHighSports.com. A lot of good stuff over there, including breakdowns, discussions, debates, uh, uh, game previews, recaps over there at milehighsports.com and a complete archive of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Appreciate you listening this time around to our Broncos Blitz daily podcast. I'll see you tomorrow with another fresh one for you. It's milehighsports.com for the complete archive of milehighsports.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.